0: Good day. Or oh, good evening. Thank you for joining me once again. Today, I think I'm going to tackle the Chapter of the next chapter. So in the early 90s, um, my mother remarried her first husband. She initially married him when she was 18. Um, They divorced. And after her marriage with my um, stepfather, who became my adoptive father, um, was dissolved, they somehow found each other and uh, subsequently remarried. I was living independently at that time, and I had a car accident, um, a head-to-head car accident. I was hit by a drunk driver who came over into my lane. Um, I was going around a a curve. The driver was drunk, of course had no insurance, was flying like a bat out of hell. There was a car to my right, so I couldn't turn to avoid him. And at that time, I only had a few a few years experience of driving, so I'm not sure um, if I had the wherewithal to be able to avoid um, that accident at that point in time given my limited driving experience, but um, he crashed right into the car. Now, at that time, I happened to have been driving my mother's car. Um, so I, I'm i sitting there reeling. Um, it was my first accident, and um, thank God to date, my only um, major car accident, and I was just an emotional mess. Um, I had been transitioning at that point for maybe a, a year or so. And, um, I was taken to the hospital, um, checked out, uh, no, like, major injuries. I was sore, uh, I was bruised, um, but the car definitely took all of the impact, um, thankfully. And it was totaled, um, which just left me feeling horrible. Um, so while I was at the hospital, um, of course I called my mother, um, and I was hoping that, you know, she would come and pick me up, um, she said no. I had to have another friend of mine come to the hospital to see me, to check on me and to take me home. Um, because I was um, bruised and banged up, um, I wasn't able to work. So while I was recovering, I was staying at her house and I was on disability because I wasn't able to go to work at that time. So I was home all the time. Um, just going to doctor's appointments and the like and, and um, going with her to um, see the insurance company and the auto garage and to that whole process of you know determining that the car was totaled and her um, getting a, an entirely new car and the like. Well, during this time, I was like I said, staying at her house and. It started out simple, with her asking, um, Why are you wearing that? Uh, why are you running around with your ass jiggling? So, I immediately stopped wearing with like pajamas and a robe outside of the room. I would put on sweats. Just didn't understand where this was coming from. I was taken aback. It then evolved to... Now, you must understand that anytime she moved, her husband Nick moved. So there was never a time where I was in the house, and he was in the house alone, and she was out somewhere. If she went somewhere, Nick went somewhere. Um, If she sent Nick to the store, that was the only time that Nick and her were separated, if she sent Nick on an errand to go do something at the store. Otherwise... They were joined at the hip. It's important to remember that. So, if she's in the kitchen, Nick was in the kitchen. If she's in the backyard, Nick was in the backyard. That's the way it was. Unless she sent Nick on an errand. The next thing I know, she's saying, I smell ass, and it's not my ass. I smell blood, and it's not my blood. And What do you say to that? Um, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know exactly or I can't recall exactly how the topic came up of me looking like her. But somehow she said, um, something about me looking like her or something of that nature. To which her husband said, well, then that's a compliment. And her retort was, do you think it's a compliment for your husband to be fucking your son? I'm like, but, but. Excuse me. Now, I do believe that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And I hope that everyone is attractive to someone. Now, I don't, I am not a great beauty i am not a goddess by any stretch of the imagination i think of myself as just the average if that um but i love my average if that self and i'm comfortable with my average or that self um But I don't think the majority of the world, and I certainly didn't, would find her um, husband, at this point, late husband, um, today, um, but uh, would would have found him to be an uh, attractive individual. And I certainly wouldn't find anyone that's with my mother attractive. Or be attracted to them. But I'm just. I will explain more in further chapters um, where she has accused other people of the same thing. Um, And they have had the same response that. He is not someone that would be attractive for them. And quite frankly, they are surprised, um, given the people that she's been with, that she would find him attractive. Um, So, you know... It's you want to make it clear that you are not cheating or sleeping with her man, um, without being insulting to the man. Um, and at that time, uh, I was not, um the kindest or, um, someone that was, um, basically I was not the decent human being that I am today. I was judgmental. I was every bit my mother, minus the, uh, uh, issue with feeling that people are stealing something or trying to steal something or take something from me um and she at that point had this psychosis where she felt that and she still has this psychosis because she never dealt with it so she always feels as if somebody's stealing something from her taking something from her you know it's it's either material possessions or it's her man or um, anything that she has, she feels as if someone is trying to take it, or they covet it. Um, I never had that psychosis, but I did have the moral superiority complex that she had, where I walked around passing judgment on everyone, where I... Um, was not considerate of people's feelings um, to the point where with my friends if I if we planned something I didn't ask them I told them we're going to meet down here at this time we're going to do this come not come out your house we're going to do this, 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 this. and I wasn't taking no for an answer Um. and I guess because I was so confident and forceful in the way I said things, they basically obliged um, until they got to the point where they didn't. And we'll talk about that in, you know, future chapters. Um, And I thank God that they got to that point where that helped end that monster. And unfortunately, she never had anyone in her life to, from the point of when she remarried Nick, from that point on, she never had anyone to stop that monster. He allowed that type of monster to grow um, to where it's just ugly today. I fortunately... Um, by the grace of God, was stopped by my friends and by whatever force out there you believe in, I have to believe in God. He made me hit rock bottom, which took away my air of superiority, which took away my being judgmental. And when I say I hit the bottom, my face hit the floor. Nothing. And I had to depend on the kindness of people. And I thank God that he knocked my ass down a few pegs. But getting back to this story, I told my friends of what was occurring and they didn't believe me because my mother, she's a narcissist, uh, you know, a narcissist. She, it's all about her. Everything is about her. The, I am a bit player in her life story because everything around the world resol- revolves around her. If she is trying to, uh, the best she can, comfort somebody, the only way she can do it is through referencing herself. She has uh, no ability to really concentrate on other people Um, in her house. Now, she can feign doing this with people outside the house, but with the people that are supposed to be closest to her, she cannot. Um, so if you say that your toe hurt, well back in the day when I had to walk to school, my toe hurt and I had to duh, 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 and my toe and I and it's me and me. And that has always been for as long as I can remember. So she has, being a, a, a narcissist, she has these two sides. So the one that she shows the world and the one that she shows everyone in her home. So she was June Cleaver to them. And all oh, can she put it on. So they didn't believe me. So I was not going to be undone. I grabbed my old school boom box Put a cassette tape in that sucker, hit record, and caught her doing her greatest hits. I smell ass, and it's not Not my ass. ass. I smell blood, and it's not my blood. I'm gonna call 911 and ask them, is it a compliment for your husband to be fucking your son? When they heard the recorded evidence, they had no choice but to believe it. And thank goodness that I was able to record it because no one would have ever believed me. Uh, Before I was even really able to heal completely well, I went running out that house. I, I moved away and she and I spent a period of five or so years without speaking. And I told her that I had nothing further to say to her until she apologized to me. And she's always accused me of being hard-hearted. And on that she's right. Um, I don't know whether it's by nature, by nurture, by um, a defense mechanism, or a part of my survival, but when get essentially one chance to screw me over. I believe that when people show me who they are, I believe them the first time. And I cut them right off. I don't know whether that is a flaw, whether that's beneficial, but that's me. I don't pretend to be perfect. I have lots of flaws, lots of flaws. But I can tell you one of them isn't sleeping with someone's husband, particularly my mother's husband. No, that's not my flaw. Um,. I cannot tell you how devastating it is to have your mother accuse you of sleeping with her husband and in the future, as in today, accuse me of not only sleeping with Nick, but sleeping with my adoptive who became, well, my stepfather became my adoptive father as well. think that's one of the reasons why I'm really, at this point in my life, pretty much all cried out. Um, things still hurt me, but not in the way they did previously. Um, when you've been hurt, like that, extremely hurt by the people closest to you, it does something to you, where um, it's not easy to trust, but you also don't allow people to have um, complete access to you. It um, may come up maybe as you can be a little standoffish. You can um, maybe not be consistent in your relationships um, because you're always sort of keeping people at uh, arm's length to a certain extent. I thank God that I have my oldest friends that I've had, you know, before that time, because, um, I already loved them, they were already in, so, um, I have them, but I have struggled to make new people or allow new people, um, To have that closeness. Um, Those friends of 30 years or so, they're like family to me. And like I said, I'm so thankful that I have them because I just don't know what I do with my current situation, my current inability to... Connect in a way where it's um, deep and uh, uh, um, and consistent for you know both sides. I certainly care about them, but I don't know if that if my way of caring is shows up in the way that they need a friend to care, uh, about them. Um, in other words, essentially the same thing that I say about my mother, how she loves me, I know she loves me, but she does not love me in the way that I need for her to love me. It does not show up in the way that I have needed it to show up. It shows up in the best way that she can. And sometimes that's not, um, in the way that other people may need it to show up.